Max and Wax in the Mind podcast. The information in this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a registered mental health practitioner. Hi, and welcome to episode three of Max and Wax in the Mind, the podcast that informally, candidly, and sometimes humorously discusses the practice of therapy. Today, we're going to be talking about managing your anxiety during the coronavirus crisis. But first, Mandy, how was your week? Well, I, I mean, yeah, to be honest, I've had a difficult week. Um, I think this week, with, you know, the current situation and what's mm. been happening, um, I have been worrying too much about the bigger picture and worrying about things that are completely out of my control. Mm. Um, I've been worrying about my responsibility to others, worrying about moving forwards, what's going to happen with my psychotherapy practice, um, and, and you know things like, what's the world going to be like in six mm, months' mm. time? What's the world going to be like in a year's time? And to be honest, it's thinking like that is not yeah. has not been helpful. It's not been good for me. So yeah. I've really had to rein it in, and I, I feel as though yeah now I feel like I'm settling mm. down and seeing things more in perspective yeah. and keeping busy and. All the rest of well, that's it, that's self-management. it. Keep, keep yourself in a routine. I'm sure a lot yeah. of people uh, listen to this as well, maybe um, feeling exactly the same and had, had similar thoughts and things like that and finding out. It's sort of like shaking a snow globe. When you shake the snow globe, yeah. everything's up in the air and everyone's like, well, what's going to happen? What's going to do this? What's going to do yeah. that? And the dust is now starting to settle again and it's showing a clear snow globe again. So yes. I, How's suppose, your week I suppose we're getting there. It's been quite, in my opinion, I've had quite a good week good. Like, I, good. I, I really see a lot of good that can come from this don't get me wrong there's, there's, there's going to be a lot of bad that, that will happen in a result of this but I do believe there's going to be a lot of good I've seen a lot of good um, already yeah. it's pushed me to stick even more online now and, and it's, it's allowed me to still continue I've had more clients uh, through online and I think it's perfect weather right now for for to be I suppose in quote unquote quarantine. <laughs> we're we're sitting we're having to stay in the house with quite nice weather, so you can go for a walk, stand in the garden, things garden, like that. So yeah, it's yeah. there's good, there's bad. I believe with anything, there's the yin, there's the yang. We've got to try and find the yin when there is yang as well. Uh, regardless, there will be the yang, so we've got to try and find that yin. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we d- we've decided, haven't we, that we're we're going to talk about. Um, managing anxiety yeah. this week yeah. um, uh, with particular reference to what's going on at the mm-hmm. moment and the you know the fact that the world is in this crisis <laughs> and and yeah so I I suppose on quite a general note I have been thinking about um, how important it is to understand who you are as a person yeah. um, and and how you how you respond mm-hmm. to to what's going on. Um, and the way that we're all quite different and that I think the temptation is to perhaps listen to the news or Mm. to perhaps watch things on TV and almost get in that way that you think there's a certain way you should be responding Yeah. but actually there isn't one way to respond everyone's unique quite and what has occurred to me that I think is a, is actually sort of quite funny is the fact that um, all the things that we've been told that we need to do, you know, don't go out too much, don't socialise mm-hmm. um, uh, in, in person. In the, a large groups the, as well. Yeah, the physical distancing, 
all of those things and this kind of idea of containment um, and and actually that's kind of me anyway <laughs> I agree <laughs> it's exactly me so, yeah so I, I I tend not to do those things in my mm. in my normal life I'm quite um, self-contained mm-hmm. so I've I had this almost like this balancing act going on where I've been saying oh should I be going online and getting involved in that choir or that house party should I be dancing in front of the screen <laughs> and and with everyone else and should I be doing a virtual tour of um of this museum yeah, yeah. and and what I've realized is Never no. did that anyway. <laughs> I never did that anyway. It doesn't appeal to me to do it yeah. that way. It's not my cup of tea. So yeah. um, I, th- I think that's just quite, you know, just a general thought that what we've all got to do mm. what is right for us in this, in these unprecedented times. And it's funny actually because we've we've obviously said we're very similar in that sense where we both don't tend to, or. Actually, I saw a, a picture, a meme the other day that said, and it was a picture of a face that was sort of like a bit like, ooh, and it was like, when you realise self-quarantine is your everyday life. And I was yeah. like, that's so true. And they're so true for so many people. So many people were reposting it. And it just makes you realise, like, is life going to be much different? Like, obviously, there's a few things you can't do right now, like my gym's closed and things like that. That was pretty much my, the only difference to my life yeah. at the minute is just my gym closing. But other than that, I don't. I haven't seen much change. If anything, it's just... It, there's been good things happening to the environment like I saw in Venice was it? Venice they uh, all the rivers or the the streams that go around the around the place were completely clear so you could see all the fish, there were swans back there again because oh, there's wow. no pollution in the water so wow. I was like that in itself is huge, okay, like there's not planes flying so there's yeah. not going to be the pollution in the air, I know China the smog released after I think it was a couple of days or maybe a week or so from them shutting down factories and, and obviously travel commute and stuff like that. So there's a lot of good that's already come from it. It's just being logical about keeping hygienic. If you if you're gonna go out, like be logical. Don't go and run around and not wash your hands and roll around in mud and be responsible. Yeah, yeah. realistically. And if yeah. you're logical about it, you're gonna be okay if, yeah. if you if you don't go and run into a hospital and start running up to people, start hugging everyone and licking sure. everyone's faces and things like stupid things like that that sure. you wouldn't do anyway. So I, w- I want to ask you about, um, in, in response to this, have you found, because you, you know, your, your, your marketing and mm. your um, interaction is very, very much social media mm-hmm. anyway, mm-hmm. but have you found the social media has really ramped up well, it's, it's interesting because you said you were saying you don't want to do the dance party and stuff like that. And it's interesting because literally this morning, me, Abby, mum and Greg, we did a dance party. We they, I was playing, I was minding my own business, trying to learn the keyboard. <laughs> and they come running outside with uh, with the music on and just started dancing. So I just went live on Instagram and TikTok. And a few people joined. I don't know how many people were actually dancing, but hopefully it brought some positive energy. That's all I, that's all I wanted to do. And... But there is a lot more going on to, uh, on, on online, especially. So many more lives. Um, Abby yeah. was telling me about... And Abby with Wise Magazine um, was telling me about all the stuff on Instagram, Wise Magazine. <laughs> um, <laughs> she was telling me about... She's basically finding all the things that are going on and being the hub for it. So I know one that came comes to the top of my mind was 
John Legend. He did a he was just playing the piano on live. Um, so loads of people are just doing lives. They're doing yoga sessions. Who's here? Yeah, yeah, yes. We were talking one about him last f- week. No, but one of my favourites. Well, I swear we were talking about him last week. We the, did actually bring him yes, up last week. Because I'd never heard of him, and then you spoke about him, and then Abby said about him the other day. Yeah. It wasn't me, you're thinking of someone else. But anyway, anyway. <laughs> you know, one of my yeah, big, big fan of Jose. But yeah, so everyone's trying to make the best of a bad situation, yeah. and you, you've, you've got what you've got. You, yeah. you, you've, you've got it, and you've got to just try and figure out how to just make it that much better when everything's falling down. And yes. It's going gonna, it's gonna to get better. I know 100% yeah. it will get better, though. Yes. We're going to talk about some specifics, aren't we? Yeah, Max? especially tips. And that's what I'd, I'd ask you is, what are your best tips for managing anxiety, especially in the time where everyone is all up in the air and the, the snow is flying around in the snow globe? How do you settle them specifically? Yeah. So I thought, I thought that I would talk quite specifically about um, how anxiety impacts on the things we worry about. Um, I found that a lot of people I've worked with um, worry. Uh, Overthinking, anxiety and worry Mm. seem to all come quite hand in hand. Yeah. So my top tips and my my sort of advice or thinking about how to manage worrying thoughts is firstly... um, when you worry about a future situation, which I, I think is quite common that mm-hmm. we we do that, um, I encourage people to think about what they would like to happen in the future mm-hmm. and be very focused on how they would, how things they hope will, yeah, what happen, uh, yeah, what they hope things will turn out like, yeah. and. Um, uh, and to, I suppose to realise that worrying about the future actually won't affect the outcome. Mm, mm. Um, it, it won't. It won't change. The, the worrying won't change it. But actually, thinking in a hopeful way or thinking about what they would like to happen mm. is a far more helpful thought 100%. than um, a, wor- a worried thought. 100%. Um, and to, uh, uh, if at all possible, to relax and allow a situation to unfold Mm. um because that's what will happen anyway that's it like if you can't change it just try and be optimistic about it try and find a positive in it even if there aren't loads of positives there may be one little positive but right and that kind of brings me on to the next thing which is that a lot of people worry um about um things escalating Mm. and sometimes in your mind you go from zero to a hundred yeah you know you don't you Real don't th- right and you, <laughs> you don't think oh this feels a little bit bad and tomorrow it might feel a bit worse you go from zero to catastrophe yeah um and so i kind of i, I suppose under normal circumstances i would say well ask yourself What's the worst thing that can happen here, and can I survive it? Yeah. Now, at the moment, that's a diff- That is actually quite a difficult thought because thinking about the worst thing that could happen and will I survive it, is things are a bit, let's say, worse than usual. Yeah, yeah. However, even in this difficult time, the answer to that question mm. is probably yes. Mm. You will get through this. Yeah. Uh, we're all in. A very similar situation. We probably all will get all in the same it. situation, <laughs> right? And we, we we will get through it. We'll be okay afterwards. And the set almost the same about the first point is that worrying about it 
won't affect Change the outcome. Yeah. So the chances are things won't be catastrophic. So trying to dial that catastrophe down, I think, is really important. Mm. Um, another thing that people seem to really worry about, um, perhaps not so relevant to right now, but I think it is something really big for a lot of people, is worrying about other people's thoughts and other people's feelings and asking what does so and so think of me or what and taking their opinions and stuff like that well i think i think a lot of people just are overly concerned mm. with what other people <laughs> think <of laughs> they're not them. focused on themselves right mm. very focused on my neighbor is doesn't like me oh is angry with me <laughs> my, <laughs> I suppose contextually that's quite funny <laughs> um, as we are next door neighbours yeah. um, I'm thinking you're talking about me Mandy <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, perhaps neighbour wasn't, wasn't the best example um, my, my friend yeah. my parent who happens to live next door to me <laughs> my, my cousin even, even the stranger mm, down mm, the mm. road what are they thinking about me mm. and those sort of things and I, I just always think, you know... That's what we, causes anxiety as well, doesn't it? A lot a of time. Lot, a, a big a time. Lot, yeah. and, and one of the biggest things I've... Or I, I, I encourage people is an opinion's opinion. It's not fact. And it literally, the word opinion isn't the word fact. So right. what they say, someone could say, I don't like your haircut, okay? But someone else could say, I love your haircut. Yeah. Two completely different opinions. Sure. It's how you view it. But you know what is even more, I think, 100% true what you said, mm. but even more, in a way, essential to that, is that nobody knows what anyone else is thinking. Exactly. We cannot be sure that we know what other people are thinking mm -hmm. or what they're feeling, and certainly you can't control it. Mm. Not only do you not know it, but you, you can't, can't control, control yeah. it. So I think... The you know the thing I always say with that is to try to let your mind mm. allow others to have their own thoughts mm. and have their own feelings, and let go of that yeah. of that worry because you just don't know, um, and and people often respond in ways you weren't expecting. <laughs> you know when you know, you had a prediction that someone was angry or someone was delighted yeah you know and they were just tired <laughs> whatever yeah. yeah it's sometimes just not what mm. you expect so i think that's really important um and the last one is just about asking ourselves if our worries are simply in our mind or if it is a measurable reality mm. in the actual outside world yeah, yeah. again difficult one at the moment because yeah. there are things happening in the outside world that are worrying mm -hmm. however your thoughts about your worries mm. are probably not a reflection of what's really going on they're probably it's like related to the catastrophizing yeah exactly you know so um ask we i think we need to ask ourselves is this is this measurably real yeah. For me to be worried about. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that, that, you know, that sort of goes back to what I was saying before about me worrying about the bigger picture. Mm. You know, is that really for me to worry about right no. now? Yeah. You know, six months' time. Or, exactly. You know, it's, um, 
we're right here, right now. We've got to worry about and that's, and the six, next ten in minutes. Six, right. <laughs> but in six months' time is a completely different reality. Yeah. So why why am I getting involved with mm. it and letting myself get worried and mm. get anxious? Well, it's, it's funny. There was a quote I read a while ago. It was a couple of years ago, and it said the quote itself said, "I believe it was a lot can happen in a year." Good news, a lot can happen in a year. Bad news, a lot can happen in a year. In a year. Yes. Good news, a lot can happen in thirty days. Bad news, a lot can happen in thirty days. So. True. The difference is the yeah. perception on the statement. That is a brilliant quote. And and there's like you you all you have to do is change good to bad, and it's how you perceive it. And following on from what you last said about uh, what you're saying to yourself, and that's what I would say with self talk. Yeah. When you say to yourself, and this is what a lot of the anxiety comes from, is when you're saying to yourself, "I don't love myself," "I'm not worthy," and things like that. And maybe you're not even saying that at a conscious level. But at a conscious level, you could say, "I, I want to be happy." But if the subconscious level isn't agreeing with you, then the programs are going to continually be, um, "I'm unworthy," "I don't deserve this," "I don't love myself," and things like that. And the self-talk in itself, just telling yourself every day, "I am enough," or "I am happy," eventually it will get stuck in your brain. It's like if 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 I spoke, if you went to uh, let's say Russia for example you went to Russia and you lived in Russia and you were just stranded there you'd eventually pick up that language because you, you it's just what you're around you're constantly around it so eventually you would slowly start picking things up it may not be fluent but you'd eventually start to pick them up which makes it easier for you to speak that language if you can speak a language of self-love of um, self-agreement of happiness of joy eventually you'll pick it up that's one of the very, I say, very basic things that you can do, especially starting today, is, is how I did it. And just through listening to people online, reading books, listening to audio books, that's how I picked up a lot of them things specifically was, well, how do I do that? I didn't know how I did it. I didn't know anyone who did it. So I was like, who, who does it? <laughs> and then I just modeled what works. And in NLP especially, it's about modeling excellence. So if you want to be a top podcaster, look at the top podcasters model what they do. If you want to be a top athlete, look at the top athletes, look at what they do, yeah. and then start working backwards. Um, but everyone who's happy, who's living a, or, or what is actually a great life, in your opinion of whatever success is, whether that's happiness, um, freedom, uh, have a great family, wealth, whatever it is, they're gonna, their self-talk is gonna be to a high level if they're truly, truly happy inside. Can you can you give a couple more examples of self-talk? What is in so what so like an affirmation or mantras and things like that? Yeah, as as in what what are what to you, do, or what to do? Yes, what's what are useful? Okay, your routines to yeah, have yeah. with self-talk. So, a lot of the time, someone can't physically look themselves in the eye. So look in the mirror. That's what I used to do. I used to stare, stare in the mirror, and and also I call them affirmations. These are my favourite things because. If you're a shy person yeah. and you don't want people, or you're maybe a bit worried about what other people think about you, which I always was, I would drive in my car, shut the windows, no one could hear me, turn the music right up, and I'd literally scream, I'm amazing, I love my... And I would scream that constantly. I did that for probably a good couple of years straight, but now it's just part of my normal talk, so I don't need to do that. You stopped, you stopped though. Just now, you said, I'm amazing, and then you, I love, and then you stopped. Oh, did I? What's the whole thing? Well, I love myself. Like okay. everything like that. Like I would say, I would say, I love myself. I, I love my life. I love who I am. I'm grateful oh. for myself. I'm grateful for my right. life. I'm grateful for everything around me. Yeah. And when you can get to that as a subconscious thought, so at a conscious level, I don't need to say that now because at a subconscious level, I do believe that. 
and that again the repetition just like how you learn how to tie your shoelaces when you first did it, it probably took you a good 20 minutes and you're sitting there tongue out oh no i didn't do it yeah after five years or how do you know that i stick my tongue out <laughs> no uh, uh, when, I'm, when, I'm, when i'm concentrating i did do you? yeah i think a majority of people i do it all the time abby does it all the time <laughs> oh i want yeah i don't yeah. know why people yeah. do that it's I, c- I couldn't even tell you I haven't even I haven't even thought about that but no it's, it's interesting how we can all use self-talk and the more you do it, the easier it becomes. Learning language, the more you do it, the easier it becomes. I'm learning to play the piano or the keyboard. The more I do it, the easier it's becoming. Am I good? Not yet. Will I get good if yes. I keep at it? <laughs> you will. Exactly. Um, and that's like a very basic level I would say to start at. The, the stuff that does it quicker is when you, so moving on to my second point, which is quiet in the mind and then doing it. So this is, where I, this is why I use meditation so much. This is why I use hypnosis because it quiets the mind. And that's why suggestions work in hypnosis. Yeah. Because the mind's so quiet. If I said to you, you are amazing, you are powerful, you are strong, those words are getting closer into your subconscious. There may still be a few blocks up, so it may take a session, it may take two sessions, it may take three sessions. Um, or I have to do it in different ways to get the, the, the understanding of what I'm trying to say around to you to, to accept it. But when you fully accept that, then it's in the subconscious mind. And when it's in the subconscious mind, again, that's your life. That's your day-to-day. Imagine the subconscious as like a tape recorder. I could say to... If I said to, If there was a CD player, for example, and you said, oh, I want to change the music. At a conscious level, you can say, I want to change the music. If you walk up to the subconscious mind, which is the CD player, and like, change. Change. An old CD player is not going to change. Unless it's voice activated, it's not going to change. You have to physically remove the old disc, put a new disc back in, and you're literally playing a new program. So that's why Quiet in the Mind works so much, because you're cutting off all guards, all blocks to the subconscious mind. I think I think we definitely must come back to this mm. on an, another podcast. Mainly about the subconscious but, mind. <laughs> it's, so, it's so interesting, it's yeah, so yeah. relevant yeah. to what you do, what I do in the work and everything and I think we I, I just really want us to talk about what that. whole whole podcast I on think that. we could do a whole podcast yeah. on subconscious unconscious and all of those things so yeah. I, yeah. th- I think I get too carried away it's good that you can stop me because it's and do that <laughs> if I feel like I'm dra- dragging off because I will just constantly go yeah. and I'll just expand what I'm talking about yeah probably. no I think, <laughs> but, I, but I think we need to do that yeah one, definitely one time really 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 talk about it it's, 100%. it's so it's so relevant mm, so mm, so relevant mm. so there's a few more little things that i would recommend especially for managing the anxiety and yeah. i'm gonna have to give a shout out to abby at wise magazine on instagram <laughs> <laughs> because i love this metaphors i work with metaphors hypnosis based on it's really sure. really good to work with metaphors because people can accept it so one of the best things is we have to accept things or we have to change them. And you can't, ch- if you can't change it, you have to accept it. And the greatest metaphor, and I will constantly use this, I will use it on stage for the rest of my life. Thank you, Ali. <laughs> um, if a plane is going down, you're on that plane. And there's no way that that plane's gonna not crash. Unfortunately, no matter how bad that is, that and that is an awful thing to happen, you have to accept it. You either, or you could do, you could be optimistic if, if, if you do survive, brilliant, amazing. But if you can come to terms with that and be like, right, that's it. I'm going to go out with happy thoughts in my mind. I'm going to go out remembering my family. I'm going to go out um, thinking about the great things that did happen in my life. 
if you're just going out, no, not not gonna die, not gonna not gonna go out, not gonna go out, not gonna go out, then I think, unfortunately, that I, I in my opinion that's a bad way to go. I think if you can accept what's happening, and if you can accept what's happening right now is coronavirus is out there, if you can accept that people do potentially lose their life from it, if you can accept that, then you can start to understand it and when you understand it then you can take a step back and be like is it actually the end of the world right now no i don't i personally my belief is i think a lot of good's gonna come from this and it's gonna push the world forwards there will be a few bad things again the yin the yang there's always gonna be yang so you've got a yin uh, at times so just try and find a way to accept what's going on and just listen to those metaphors. <laughs> Find some metaphors for acceptance that, that resonate with you because that's that's one of my favourite ones that Abby used. But the favourite quote is, if you can't change it, you have to accept it. You can't change the coronavirus. So you have to accept it, unfortunately. Do, do you think, because as you're talking about it, I'm, I'm seeing it as a... I'm seeing acceptance and change mm-hmm. as a circle mm-hmm. in that... In order to change, there has to be acceptance, mm-hmm. and I think once there is change, accept there's another. It's almost another. It goes round again. Yeah. There's then you accept the new world. There's acceptance of change, mm. and then once there's more acceptance, there can be mm. more change. I feel. I yeah. feel it's quite certain. Actually, that's interesting. In my my opinion, I would say if you could imagine change and acceptance as, as one circle, yeah, you can change things. I think as soon as that thing comes and you can't change it, there's a new circle formed. Right. So there is a new change and acceptance circle and you're right. just accepting and changing through your life. You're accepting some yes. things, you're changing some things. With things like this, I, that's where I believe the, the next step in life is going to go because we can't change this. You can't change what's happening. Sure. So we were accepting it and we're moving into a new circle of change and acceptance. Maybe, yes. maybe that's that's my, my view on it. And I, the first thing that came to my mind. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So there's a couple of other things that I, I did want to go through and especially now, like we both said, we're very, I suppose, self-quarantined regardless, <laughs> me, Abby and Mandy included. I, I call it self-contained. <laughs> self-contained, let's go with that. <laughs> I call it happy. <laughs> um, if we are like that anyway, then there's not much changing for us out of our usual routine. Mm. So for people who aren't in a normal routine biggest thing is to try and get a routine okay and whether that is still if you wake up at six o'clock seven o'clock whatever time you usually go to work still wake up at that time and do something that's a bit more proactive go and do some exercise or cook your your uh, meals for the week and box them up and put them in the freezer whatever try and find something that is keeping you in a routine and while you're doing that add something new in and that's why me and abby decided to learn the piano uh, or the keyboard because it's something new it's something we can learn we're keeping our mind active rather than sitting there going oh but what happened in the news we're literally doing something that's creative and we're taking our mind away from everything and yeah. we're trying to learn something new because yeah. it takes a bit of time you've got the time and that's one of the my favorite things is now that we've got the time everyone's always like oh, i wish i had time off work i wish i had time off work spending with my family You've got it. You've literally got what you asked for. Except... Maybe not in the way you wanted. One, one weird thing <laughs> to say about that is that is so true. If mm. only I had time to mm-hmm. do that project or... There's no excuses now. <laughs> but uh, I suppose I'm not feeling so much like this, let's say, today. Yeah. Um, but in the, in the week that's just been, 
um, I haven't been able to concentrate. Oh, really? Yeah, I've been, I've been, you know, my mind's been flitting all over the place mm-hmm. and, and, you know, going back every so often to the news. So I think part of having the routine mm. and managing oneself is about perhaps listening to the news once a day is part of the routine, but you don't keep going back to it. You know, you don't get getting pulled into it. I think that's mm. you know, like what you're saying. If you if you have the routine, you, you can hopefully can concentrate. Yeah, I yeah. think what kept pulling me out of, you know, Just going my, to the news all the time and worrying. Yeah, see, that's that's one of my big ones. Is the reason I truly believe one of my where one a part of my happiness comes from is not listening to the news constantly. So now everyone is listening to the news. That's gonna bring anxiety. So. If you really, really struggle with anxiety, I'd highly, highly recommend to stop watching the news, but try and find outlets where you can get the essential information, the information about things are closed. And perhaps just once a day. Yeah, so that you're not bombarding your mind with coronavirus, 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 because then you are, you're gonna be like, oh, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if? Yeah. What about if you played the what if game that we talked about the other week? What if, something great happened what if something amazing happened what if this happened what and you're playing from a positive standpoint rather than a negative standpoint sure there's some news we do need need to listen to and i never watch the news i've watched it a few times over the last couple of days because i want to know what's going on there's a few interesting things that are going on there's quite a good few things that the uk government have done and and me and abby we said this earlier and we were like fair enough the uk like you're actually you're actually doing some great things and i think there are some great things that people are doing but sticking it to a specific time or just to get specific bits of information so that you're not constantly going through it in your mind. You're Quite, not you're yeah. not moving from your... So if, you, if you're working from home, you're not moving from your computer to go and watch the news every five minutes or you're not watching the news while you're working. Just trying to stick into some form of routine and Definitely. that could be anything. Keeping yourself healthy. Because I've, I've saying, people are going to come out... I mean, I haven't even said this again. People are either going to come out from the self-contained, self-quarantine either healthier or unhealthier. And again, it's just your perception, how you choose to live. Are you gonna, I said for me, I don't have a gym, so I'm gonna run more. I was like, I'm gonna be healthier than when I came in, because I don't run at the gym, I just do weights. So I'm gonna go back to the gym even healthier than I before I was at the gym. So th- there's a few good things. It's just changing your uh, perspective around it all and allowing yourself, and you picked up on this when you said about seeing the better outcome yes. and visualising the newer version of yourself. Who yes. can you be from this? Who well, the, could... And the newer version of... of, of, of life in general? Of life in general. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, yourself, but also um, the world around you. Yeah, and if you can visualise... And this is where, again, getting back into the present state, hypnotherapy, meditation, whatever it is, then visualising that place. Yes. Making it familiar. Once it's familiar, it's normal. And anything that is familiar for you, for example... It's very familiar for you to drive your car. You don't have to think about driving your car. If it's familiar for you to live in a great world where there's positive people around you, where there still are today, even though this stuff's going on, there's good places in the world, there's bad places in the world. So it's it's getting that as as a familiar place in your mind. The more familiar it is, the easier it becomes for you to get to that place. And again, that's a whole other topic of manifesting your desires. When you can make it familiar, it will eventually happen. It will eventually come. Another podcast on that is needed, (laughs) definitely. So Max, what has inspired you this week? What's inspired me? I'll tell you what, although the stuff is going on, 
people are actually going out of their houses and they're helping older people, which I think is amazing. I think it's brilliant. And there was a guy in my gym, he said his dad was 90 years old. I spoke to him the other week. And he said his neighbours, they just knocked, they'd see how he was. They said, oh, we're going to the shop, do you need anything? Although there's been some bad things going on, I've seen literally fights in Tesco's. <laughs> Shout out Tesco's. <laughs> Inevitable. <laughs> there's actually people doing some great things and there's people helping older people. There's help people helping other people. So although there's bad going on, there's still that yin of the people that are helping. Fantastic. And people are coming yeah. together. There's people being kinder. Yeah. There's people spreading more positivity on social media. So I think there's a lot of great that's, that's happening. That's really inspired me. How about yourself? What's inspired you? My inspiration is really similar. Um, I located uh, a Facebook, a new Facebook group, mm. even, um, that is that emergency support for yeah. an area near here. And um, every call out for help on this group, every, every post mm. has got at least... 15 responses saying i can help i'm near you i'll go and get that for you i've got some of that that you need oh so is it like people saying i need to get specific shopping and stuff like yeah. that oh, yeah. okay interesting or people interesting. saying for their elderly relatives and oh, they don't okay. live near here that sort of thing oh that's brilliant and it, it's not just one or two people yeah it's Minimum 15, minimum post. fifteen saying um, I I can do this for you mm. and that just is really inspiring mm. that there there are good people mm. doing well, good things. The world's slowly coming together. So is it a bad thing that all the and again that comes back to perspective, is it a bad thing that it's pushing people to be kinder? I think it's quite a good thing in my opinion. And yeah. we can if we can see and perceive what's going on in that way, yeah. the anxiety will slowly fall off you and it, yeah. will just, it will just go back to normal life. Let's hope. Let's hope. <laughs> okay. And that's all from us this week. Bye. Love you all. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, hit the subscribe button and don't forget to leave us a review. If you have any ideas, comments or questions, we'd love to hear from you. Find us on Instagram at Max and Wax Podcast or send us an email to maximwaxpodcast at gmail.com.